0: Mr. Nicholas, thank you for coming in. Before you start work, it behooves me to inform you about the previous employee working this job. You see, I know it appears that what we have here is a quiet little town. But in fact, it has become the scene of horrific, grisly murders. Has anyone told you about what happens if you listen to the giant-sized team-up network? Charles McFall listened to the shows on that network. From what I've been told, he seemed like a completely normal individual, but... Some time after he listened to those shows, he ran amok and, well, killed his family with an axe. (coughs) Reports say that when he listened to Breaking the Panel, he... Well, he began exhibiting unusual behavior. He acted like he knew everything, but actually knew absolutely nothing, especially about comic books. Next day, he listened to Pokemon Go podcast. They say he saw little creatures running around, and he giggled like a schoolgirl while he tried to catch them. He then listened to Blazing Defender report that following day and exhibiting extreme muscle mass and absolutely obsessed with comic books but this time he actually knew what he was talking about as opposed to when he listened to Breaking Panel, Toy power or trip. He began talking like some kind of Aussie. He stole all of his children's toys and just kept spouting on and on about how valuable they'll be someday. Thing was, he was talking to himself in a mirror the whole time. Finally, he just got depressed and real quiet. Last day, he listened to Botch Podcast. He started talking in funny voices and Drinking. In the end, he chopped up his family in little bits with axe. When authorities found him, just kept saying, Elvish medicine. Elvish medicine. Are you sure you want to listen to this network? You can rest assured, Mr. Robinson. That's not going to happen to me. Well, can't say that I didn't warn you. Head on over to GiantsizeCMNetwork.com and listen for yourself. God have mercy on your soul. These days, the comic book owns pop culture. You'll find it all in the panel of your favorite comic book. Us? We're living the comic's life. We're breaking the panel.
1: Welcome to Breaking the Panel, your awesome source for everything that is fun and fandom, comic books, science fiction, and my basement. I'm the Rock God Podcasting Charles Fall, riding shotgun, favorite person in the world, Paul Grotz. Yo, what up? So, we got some topics of the week, Paul, right? We got some good stuff to talk about here the face of Phil feel like, motherfucker. And uh my my second least hated person in the world, Phil Keating. <laughs> well played, sir. You're said so, I should know better. You're like Chris. I can't do the mean humor to you because you you're you're way meaner and ornery? Orn- ornery? Ornerier? Oh
2: my god.
1: Orniferous. Ah, Orner- oh, I like that one. Orniferous.
2: Look at that, you know, above the Mason Dixon. Education. It, just, it flourishes. <laughs> <Paul>.
1: <laughs> oh, it's going to be an interesting night, so buckle up, Sally. We're going for a ride. So Titans has set photos leaked and sparks some controversy. Not a DC property. There would never be controversy or hate or anything else like that on the internet for DC. Right, Paul? Hey, yeah. This is such an exciting! I'm gonna turn it up to eleven.
3: Start playing some "Ding Ding Ding"o and the
1: baby to get you guys woken up.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, controversy—that's never—that's never new.
2: Yo, Robin looks hot. Robin looks great. That—that's—that's that's some of the best dick I've seen in years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yes Lord. yes,
3: Dick Grayson does look quite good. Yes. how
1: How old is the character in this iteration?
3: uh it's It's adult, Dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. well, there we go. But that has nothing to do with it. With so I'm gonna look at these photos. Uh, they're kind of like trailers. I don't typically look at them because I don't really ca- honestly in this case, I don't care. Yeah,
3: yeah, he looks douchey enough to be Teen Titans Robin. Basically, so what, so what's going on with, with Titans this past week has been uh, there's a couple of set photo leaks, um, not necessarily actual live shots, but like, you know, the actors idling around in their costuming and, and whatnot, waiting to shoot scenes and stuff uh, in cold weather. So they're wearing jackets and whatnot. You know what I mean? The, Starfire,
1: the, the one with the red hair. Yep. Yes. Okay.
3: And so um, basically... The controversy, it's kind of, it's many fold. Um, first of all, a lot of people have the opinion that they feel like this costuming doesn't look particularly good. Now, apparently uh, some people who, you know, they looked at the, um, the slate for the shots being taken and it appears that it's episode nine that they're filming at this time where these set photos came from. So we don't know what the entire context of the costuming is going, you know, like what's going on with the storyline or anything like that. We don't know if that's, these are right. the outfits they'll wear all the time. But um, basically people had some strong feelings about how the characters looked. Um, other people had strong feelings about the fact that um, uh, the actress cast to play Starfire and a D is a woman of color. And honestly, those people are assholes. Yeah, she's um, got red
1: hair. That's color.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Wow. <laughs> way, to, way to derail that one.
1: I mean, obviously, people are going to go. Well, they're not going to use the words African-American. They're going to be ugly. They're like, all right. she's right, She should be white. <laughs> one, OK, if you're bitching about the costumes, I just look at they literally just are standing around. You can't tell anything. From anything in these photos mm-hmm. you know and, and secondly we've addressed this before who cares about race very very very
3: very few oh, well, characters have anything to do with the act particularly race. because starfire is an alien
2: yes and right. orange alien
3: <laughs> yeah she she's a character from another world i mean it's you know what i mean um yeah. Some of the comments, some of the comments are pretty vile going around. You know what I mean? They're, they're pretty distasteful. Uh, I'm not going to you know sell that lightly. There's some pretty shitty people out there expressing some shitty opinions. Um, some of the feedback is like, well, it just, at least what we can see from these photos, it doesn't look like, you know, the costuming is very tight. And honestly, you know, this is a callback to we were talking about this in the pre-show. Um, when Inhumans was filming, we got the same kind of photos off the Inhuman set, and people said the same thing: where the costuming looked kind of cheesy, and it looked a- like it was a little bit phoned in. You know what I mean? Like, and we've seen Inhumans, and we now know for certain that it was phoned the in. The
1: whole thing was phoned <laughs> in. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. So I guess people are concerned that we're we're seeing more of the same. Um, I did uh, now. I did share a crappy meme yesterday about it um because the reason i shared it it basically said that the uh the costuming hair and you know etc departments failed to make this look as good as like cosplayers are capable of and you know who are you know mostly just hobbyists you know what i mean not professionals um, and it doesn't matter who the actors are and i shared it because i i really agreed with the fact that it doesn't matter who these actors are yet we haven't seen their performances you know what i mean yeah yeah so
1: i thought but, the meme was going to be that uh somebody made trump look like he was starfire since she's an orange alien <laughs> you know, that would be
3: i mean wouldn't that be a meme right people would do that you can steal that idea paul and be like we'll put, put some red hair, hair on him yeah uh and then jimmy Fallon can ruffle it uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh but yeah no so that stands like clearly we we haven't seen these performances yet so we can't say whether these people have been cast well or not whether they're putting in good performances or not so any commentary in regards to who these people are like the actual actors behind these roles is kind of unfair until we've seen the performances um and none of them are like such well-known people in the industry that it's, like, one of those things where, like, you can't take yourself out of, like, imagining who they're known to be kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if you were to try to cast, I don't know, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones and then be disgusted when a movie gets made that's not about Indiana Jones at all. No. <laughs> no, but, like, if you were to take somebody like Harrison Ford and you tried to make him Batman, for example, yeah, people would be like, really?
2: the dark knight
3: returns i can see it yeah maybe um and i could see why people might have an issue but this we're not talking about huge names like that um we're talking about young actors and actresses that are you know arguably still still cutting their teeth in the industry so um i think we should reserve reserve judgment on their performances and wait for all of that stuff um but yeah You know, so the thing is, like, people were saying really crappy stuff. I ended up pulling my meme after uh, another podcaster called me out. Uh, I I, I take a bit of umbrage with, um, they basically said, oh, set photos don't count. Wait until they release an episode, quote unquote, you know better. Um, My response to that is, I, I reserve the right to express my opinion on my Facebook page. You know what I mean? I really don't think the costuming looks very good, but being that it is episode number nine, that context matters. You know, it it appears to be on a city street as well, so it might be their quote-unquote casual wear or whatever. Um, I will say, though, as well, that if this is going to be, you know, like a CW slice-of-life approach to Teen Titans... And where they're going to try to de-emphasize the superhero aspect of it, I'm going to be a little, it's not really going to be for me. You know what I mean? Because it's, I I feel like you lose a lot when you go that angle. Obviously teen Titans is kind of well known for telling the story of literal teen heroes. You know what I mean? And their struggles, both as, you know, young adults, you know, reaching a maturity as well as being people with powers and, backstories and all that stuff and how you know how different their life really is um if they try to basically make this like a teen drama with the slightest sprinkling of the
1: super stuff like like Runaways I mean I I didn't finish Runaways but kind of like that where that's that's Fairly, okay.
3: that's a fair okay. comment actually, because uh, you know that that's another thing is I was thinking of Runaways when we saw the early photos for Runaways and saw onset photos and stuff for that. Everybody was like, costuming nailed it. Everybody looks exactly like who they like. It was immediately obvious who everybody was. You know what I mean? And they all looked the part, and everybody was stoked about that for the most part. I didn't see really any criticism about it um, after having seen all of Runaway season one. Without spoilers, I will say that I do think that it got bogged down in some of this just trying to make it a, like a regular teen drama type thing at times Yeah, um, where it needed to move its story you know, forward and it needed to – yeah, because it, it hints at all these powers that everybody has and it spends the whole season building that up and then it's just like – it's just bogged down in all this other stuff. Um, whereas I felt like The Gifted, similar premise, okay. did – the complete opposite, where it was like there's a little bit of teen melodrama mixed into the story because it, it's appropriate, but for the most part, it is. These people are dealing with their powers, dealing with the fact that they're mutants, dealing with the fact that the government doesn't like mutants. It's forefront in the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, we'll see how it all plays out. I, I'll reserve judgment. Um, teen Titans is a really popular franchise, though people really care about it. So
1: now, and here's the thing that I want to bring up about the meme and everything is are you, Klotz, personally basing an entire judgment off of four set photos and that's it, you've made up your mind? No. Are you well-known for sharing memes that you find funny? Yes. Case dismissed. Get out of my court. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Judy. (laughs) 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 Phil, what's your take on it? I mean, obviously, you've seen the photos.
2: I mean, I... (laughs) There's so many questions um, that I have, and, you know, I, I actually enjoy the Teen Titans. I think the casting is perfectly fine mm-hmm. across the board. Um, I am normally in I'm the a boat. Pissed
1: that we have a white boy instead of a green dude as as uh crap, I forgot the character's name, but the, the morphing beast boy, beast boy. Thank you. He's not green. How come
3: we're not yelling about that? Well, you know, well, that's the thing, too. I mean, Phil, I'll let you get back into your thing. No, 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 no. But no, first, me tell you. Well, no, it is noteworthy that Beast Boy doesn't have green skin when he's in his humanoid form, and Starfire doesn't appear to have orange skin when she's in, you know, when she's just walking around. Those are iconic elements to those two characters that apparently they seem to be doing away with. I mean, obviously they could do it in post, but I feel like if you're doing it CG, that's insane. Like, yeah. that's an insane amount of CG work that's required. So it seems like they're just doing away with those two aspects, and then it's like, why? Like, why are you doing Teen Titans then? You know, I, Phil, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to...
2: No, 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 no. I mean, you're completely right in that. Um, I've always been one to normally hold judgment until it actually comes out. When people were scared about Heath Ledger. I was like, all right, well, let's, let's see what happens. Um, I said it pre-show as well, even with um, Ben Affleck with Batman. It's just like, all right, man, just, you know, it it could actually work itself in the end. You just got to wait and see. I mean, we live in a culture where, you know, we need to pretty much just jump on anything that we can get that we love. Mm -hmm. And you know, if this was a property, I like Teen Titans, but it's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. but if these came out with something that i'm passionate about and it didn't come up to my standards yeah i could see myself being upset as well so you know there's a lot of gray in these four pictures um i'm just a little bit more upset that that we're not getting cyborg in this
1: ah yeah you know they're not gonna touch cyborg no i know
2: but Mm -hmm. um he's my favorite out of all the teen titans so we'll see and you know i'm sure it will do very well on tnt
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where this tv
2: show is going i'm almost positive i read that it's going to tnt oh
1: that's not funny anymore that that's i haven't watched a good show on that channel ever i've watched shows on that channel but i've never watched a good show on that channel
2: i could be wrong but um no, it looks like. I, I'm sorry. Let me retract that real quick. This is going to be on a DC comic digital ser, uh, service that has to, yet to be announced. Okay. So, uh. a DC streaming service, apparently. Of and course. this is. This is this
1: Disney's is, coming out with their own streaming. Well, service. I mean, this
3: I'm just pulling this off Wikipedia. So I can't, I, There isn't even a DC like, Marvel Unlimited equivalent yet. And you're going to have a streaming service. So, get get out of here! Get your comics out of the web in a way that I can easily digest them. So I may catch up on Green Lantern and other good things. It's kind of
1: now this kind of smacks of the early days of discovery. Star Trek. Woo. Wait, this is going on. That's going on. What's going on? What? It's going to be paywalled. What? You know, all this, all this back and forth and crazy. It took a year and a half, two years to come out because it kept having issues. But then when it did, we all saw it one way or another. And, you know, whatever and honestly i i man runaways is one of my favorite comics i thought my kids would be into it and they were but none of us were into it enough to remember it's still on hulu you know we got through four or five episodes like yeah we'll watch the next one and then we just forget and i'm sure the season's over by now and and, and it is it's been over for months i mean yeah um that's a commercial not commercial like a a card for it or some some little yeah they still push it. it pretty hard yeah, like, oh yeah, push. that and yeah, and I, I kind of I think for me Teen Titans, even if it was amazing, it'd probably be that for me, because I watched I, because you know I don't know my history that well on Cartoon Network. I think it might have been the first Teen Titans i came out with. Yep, I, I saw I watched that. Day. Yeah, my my oldest son was young. I was like, oh, give me the superheroes, and we watch it together. Then there was another version that came out that was more. Awesome. BTS, you know, it's like more adultish, more adult type animation. They're older characters. yep. it was that style. But I think, I think there was a, I thought there was a Teen Titans that was that style. But oh, okay. it,
3: was, it was Young Justice.
1: All right, so I did watch Young Justice some, and enjoy, and enjoyed what's on. Then there's Teen Titans Go, which my youngest son is on now, and I'm like trash. Yeah, I mean, oh no, it's not trash for kids. It's great for the kids. But it is your point is valid. Lots of it's not for us. But even, you know, even the, the Young Justice, whereas people who gush
3: over it, it's called Teen I Titans, forget, not Toddler yeah. Titans, okay? Hey, well, also,
1: actually, Earth's Earth, Mightiest Heroes,
3: Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, was which was
1: like Fisher Price style characters running around, was boss, man. Yeah, it was good. I dug the crap out of that show, you know, and it was goofy as crap because. Wolverine was like, Oh no, you know, but it's funny. It was well done. I enjoyed watching that with my kid. Even if teen, even if teen Titans was um, altered carbon, I really dug altered carbon. I burned through this episode as fast as I could. I probably would forget it, Sarah. Cause I'm so busy and get other stuff going on saturation in the market. And then
3: when you add TNT or streaming service, like,
1: yeah, all right, I'll wait till well, that, that's, that tells me I
3: have that's to- a big I issue, right? To- like if, if something's difficult to find, There's so much competition now. There's so much other things that people can occupy their time with. You're going to get lost in the mix if you're not careful. I mean, technically
2: they could, they could, and I don't know of, you know, with, with and all this, but, um, Amazon prime is the only one that doesn't have any superhero properties on it right now. So, and I don't know the relationship between, um, Warner brothers and Amazon, but if, if well, I was in production, Jeff
3: Bezos is destroying America. So I mean, okay. that's fine. I I'll mean, be dead
2: before he takes over.
3: So <laughs> Bezos, don't slay me. <laughs>
2: uh, Lord, once you Walk get Twitch Re- partnership, you're going to be you know his best friend. So you better watch what you say about Bezos.
1: <laughs> I, I would say, Cots, the war, the, the all the futuristic stuff like a uh, uh, Serenity, Firefly. The, you know that does the same thing. But I can't think of any other shows. Uh, where they're like, oh, it's the Chinese versus the Western world. No, it's going to be Disney versus Amazon versus Coke. That's going to be the world domination war right there. So you might as well just suck <laughs> up.
3: Okay. We've, <laughs> we've chosen a side.
1: On Coke. Which, well, we've chosen two sides. We're, we're on Twitch, which is Amazon, but we're talking about Marvel, which is Disney. So ultimately, you're just going to have to, to sign
3: we're the, up. We're soldiers. the Bifrost bridge that binds all things. It's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well,
2: I wherever they land and whatever comes of it, I hope it's good because it will just make healthy comp- uh, competition for every other show to improve their own properties.
1: That sounds good to me. Now we have a story or a headline from the the ever-so-absent Chris Wisdom. And uh, I think I think Phil is just dying to talk about this because his favorite director in the world is doing something about Blackhawks and frowns and stuff. I don't know. I Are you done? I really don't know. Are you
2: done? All right. right. So um, after the success of Ready Player One, Warner Brother has picked Steven Spielberg to help produce, write, and possibly direct... DC's property of Black Hawk and so, what's Black Hawk who is Black Hawk you ask well I, did. I don't know because I'm not a DC fan but I can certainly read this article for you
1: I lo- wait, look wait the article where it references David Coop is Jurassic Park and war f the worlds they didn't put the o for the of says so war war f the world
2: yes I saw that <laughs> um so Blackhawk Hawk uh, centers around a team of World War II fighter pilots, pass, um, who uh, are led by a mystery man known as Blackhawk to face down fantastical threats and Nazis and whatnot. Um, I'm actually in. This is okay. pretty much where Spielberg shines. is Is World War II,
3: and notice how quickly Charles passed on this premise? Yeah, too, too quickly. When you mentioned that it was led by a guy named Blackhawk, he was just a... Mediator. Oh, come on! Come on,
1: dude! We're not even like, wait, 20 minutes in! Come on! You're <laughs> <laughs> as crystal. The meme is alive! <laughs> <laughs> You're such an ass! Uh, I thought you were going to reference like, something with Captain America. I was like, no, I passed on that, too. I only saw that after I saw, like, two Thors and three Iron Men. I finally watched Captain America, the first one, because I don't care. I just don't care. I am so saturated growing up, and now as I grew up with war films. You mentioned World War II. <laughs> Done.
2: I don't uh, see, that's my wheelhouse. Like, I actually enjoy most World War II movies that I see, and I think Spielberg really, you know – I, I hope that he can take the magic that he had in 98 with Saving Private Ryan and bring it to the DC screen. I mean, that's what DC needs is a good hit with a good director. Um, I think they're done doing favors for people, and they're now bringing in directors that they think will, will not only produce good films, but make a, a film that you know the world can actually be proud of that says DC on it.
1: So they're only going to tap. Two directors from now on Ron Howard and Steven Spielberg is that what you're saying
2: what did Ron Howard direct
1: well he, he's over he's at cleaning uh, solo. he's cleaning up solo for Marvel but you know the, oh he did solo on the heels of solo
2: Ron Howard presents well I maybe I don't know I, and I, don't I wouldn't know. hate I would it do. I would go see it um it should be interesting I, I'm curious if they're gonna you know let Black Hawk do its own thing or if they're going to bring in Wonder Woman to kind of sell it a little bit more, you know, since, since that whole first movie was about war and, and all that razzmatazz.
1: Yeah. Um, I already saw a headline that said, uh, will Wonder Woman be connected to Black Hawk.
0: I don't I, know. I, 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 I don't.
1: The First trailer and see, you know, and then figure out if I'm going to go see it or not. Uh, I'll trust your guys' judgment on oh, this is really gonna be bigger than we thought. We need to do a panel. So we do a panel, of course I'll go see it. But otherwise it might just it might just wait till it hits the voodoo or the Plex or the Well, I mean,
2: this is yeah. still in talk, so I mean we're not looking till next year at the earliest. Because he still has to direct Indiana Jones five. But-
3: <laughs> and then
2: he's redoing the West Side story, so uh
1: that that's a classic, man. Perhaps
3: this time with actual Puerto Ricans? Probably.
2: Probably.
3: Unlikely. Probably.
2: So, um I'm sure Indiana Jones will be fine.
1: I mean it will be actual Puerto Ricans, but somehow do you, uh, do you
3: think this Indiana Jones will literally just go into space? <laughs> <laughs> then it will be called solo. Uh yeah. You're not wrong. I mean,
1: what okay? Let's play that. Let's play that game, Klotz. What is the worst feasible storyline for you for Indiana
3: Jones 5? Uh, it picks up, and Indy still has the crystal skull.
1: <laughs> Wait, no, he doesn't. He already put it in the.
3: The cook machine, and, and Indy still has the crystal skull. <laughs> okay. Listen to me. All right, listen it. Um, in the the opening scene, he's just staring at it in his office, and then uh, Shia LaBeouf swings through the scene on a vine, <laughs> and then they they roll, you know, the the ty- the end screen fiend, and it's just <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the whole movie that's the whole fucking movie <laughs> they put it out on youtube yeah because yes! that was the last movie no um, youtube red they put it on youtube red so you have to pay yep for it. yeah pay pay a thousand dollars to come see this movie <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i i don't know i don't know how you save that franchise when you killed it like i mean you yeah we have never seen enthusiasm for a franchise muted so quickly as crystal skull like, I remember walking out of the theater and everybody being like, we saw Indiana Jones and we should be so happy. And yet we're all so sad. And yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's, I don't even know if it can recover. I mean, people will go see it, but like, I don't know. It. I think everybody expects it to be bad, to be honest.
2: I don't know how yeah. it to be good.
1: I mean, I've always hated Shia. I just,
3: I used they, to watch... I don't do even that. hate Shia. It's not I, about I, Shia. It's about, like, the premise of everything probably. that happens in that movie. The whole second half of that film is a is a prolonged chase sequence, and the kid literally Tarzans through a jungle for, like, miles on vines.
1: To catch up with Jeeps and...
3: To catch up with Jeeps going full out on roads. Yeah. What the fuck? It like was, It was weird. And then Aliens, the the greatest explorer franchise of all time, is capstoned with motherfucking aliens. You had Jesus Christ. You had whatever Indian voodoo. I don't
1: know how they address that exactly in the film. Yeah, which is, they didn't address the Hindu religion directly, but I'm sure it has mythology based in India. You have all this craziness and aliens is your hang up? Seriously? yes absolutely and i'll take your all yes absolutely <laughs> aliens this is the problem I, I, i'm with you with the stupid snake Pit. where oh, i hate snakes okay let's bring that old hash again and i hated shadow Buff through the whole thing and the whole swinging through the vines i'll give you all of that but aliens come on it's a natural progression there's tons watch ancient aliens on on on
3: That's the problem, is that they tried to capture that craze and it's garbage. Of, of- and aliens is 99% bullshit. It's fan fiction. So
2: I'll probably see Black Hawks in theater. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you will be alone i suspect unless they find a way to jazz this up and get people excited about it i think Um, it's
1: wb i think if they have to they will absolutely throw wonder woman or something in
3: my big, yeah my big issue with this project is not so much that it's i don't i don't (laughs) even care that it's spielberg or anything it's just that like who cares about black hawk
2: well, like, nobody. But who cared about the Guardians before the Guardians came out? That's
1: fair. There opinion.
2: were people who cared
1: about Guardians,
2: and before. I'm sure there's people that care about Black Hawk, but they're not as loud as all the it's other. It's not American like
1: movies. Prince Valiant, where nobody gives really no
2: crap. You <laughs> know, I think they're taking a play, you know, a, a page out of Marvel's
3: playbook, and saying... oh, so they're trying to they're trying to copy that success again, is what wh- you're saying?
2: Why? Why wouldn't they? I mean, everything else they've tried, well, has failed.
3: They've, well yeah, because they tried copying it with Justice League, and it didn't really get there.
2: Well, Justice League had multiple, yeah. multiple, multiple problems.
3: Steppenwolf, so cool. Looks like a video game from 2003. But I I don't know. I'll
2: see it. Probably. Well, we'll see.
3: I'm sure I'll probably see probably, it. I, yeah, we're all, all
1: going to see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rocketeer comes to mind when I see this artwork. The Rocketeer. Rocketeer yeah. was dope. Well, but as a kid, when I saw the poster, I'm like, even as a kid, I'm like, what is that shit? But yeah, the movie was good when I was a kid. I haven't watched it as an adult. That
3: reminds me, I actually should probably watch that with my kids. In a similar vein, I'm actually something of a fan of The Phantom with Billy Zane from back in the day.
1: It was it was okay. It,
3: that Like when I was a kid, that was a fun movie. I liked
1: yeah, it. I agree as a kid. And so it was uh The Shadow. But we watched both of those recently with... With my kids, not bad, not bad, but as an adult, I'm like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But again, so they tried, whoever did those, tried to capture the thrill of the, the radio drama in that case. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think any movie can work. Black Hawk, Frown can, can be great. Damage, Inc. I picked up that book, and I was like, what the hell is this? Never heard of it, Looks stupid, but I'm like, why not? It's at the library. I got nothing else to do. Loved it. Loved it, and if somebody did a property, I think the world, uh, a, a TV, your movie property, the world would go, "What the hell is this?" and love it. I'm with Phil. Nobody, the majority. When we talk about nobody, we're talking about moviegoers, non deep backbend comic lovers. We're talking about the statistical average of the world. Nobody knew who the hell the Guardians were, and it was great because good storytelling, great acting, you know, great everything. Let's be honest. This could be that. I'll let Phil tell me, and then I'll make up my mind based off what he tells me.
2: No, I mean, <laughs> as long as the script is there, I mean, you know, as much as I shit all over Spielberg a lot, I mean, he is a decent director, um, and if he's co-writing this with his partner that he normally writes with, it's gonna be it's a, a decent script. So, time will tell. Um, you know, it's it's still probably. Four years out. So and anything could happen. I mean, you know, productions can change, directors can get dropped in in four years. That's a lot of time. So
1: and even even the the arguably crappy films, World After Worlds, uh, (laughs) I enjoyed it. It was a romp. It was like, yeah, that was an okay two hours. I didn't go to theater. I saw it on on, I don't know if it's DVD or digital or whatever. But I was at work at the the ambulance station. And like, I got nothing better to do for two hours unless somebody calls 911. Play. I, I, a fun two hours, great movie was it not? But uh, Steven Spielberg does fun, and he does fun well. So if nothing else, this movie probably even um, was it not Rin Tin Tin. It was uh, the kid with the wavy hair cartoon. The Adventures of Tintin. Tintin, thank you, because Rin Tin Tin's a dog, and knew that wasn't right. Uh, but The Adventures of Tintin, I never cared for any of that property. Fun movie, fun movie animation was fun steelberg's fun steelberg steelberg that's his twin from detroit steelberg
2: steelberg would be from pittsburgh get your shit oh how's uh, those flyers doing by the way let's mute him
1: (laughs) 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 all right moving on so you know what you'll enjoy this phil you'll enjoy this we had a trivia question uh very very brief just for phil everybody else can tune out this is just for phil Uh, Trivia question the other night where uh, it was something about what two teams have never won a a playoff game before going into the the final game. Most of my people who don't watch hockey put the Flyers. They think the Flyers are playing in the championship, so at least you get that. All right. Stranger things. (laughs) Stranger things.
2: I'm going to pull a Chris real quick. Charles, stop talking about sports, please.
1: (laughs) Fair enough, because I don't understand crap about what i talk about there. A uh, little bit of news. I, do we have any release date? We just know that they're doing a season three, right? Yep. Phil's double checking that. The news today is Carrie L. I always said L U's, but I guess it's L was. L. Jake Busey are joining the cast of season three. And that's pretty much the, the end of what I read. Cause it's literally just that announcement. Uh, I got this link that Phil found for us. From a Variety, which says basically the same thing. Uh, gives a little more detail. Skip this
3: stupid ad. Thank you. Yes. Uh, the Dread Pirate will play uh, a character named Mayor Klein, while Busey will play Bruce. Bruce's father,
2: Gary Busey.
3: <laughs> also,
1: <laughs>
2: nah, I'm Gary Busey. Rah, rah, rah.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? Kerry does does sleazy politician. I mean, he does sleazy anything kind of well. He also does honest and, and true kind of well as Princess Bride as as illustrated. Um, I like him. I like him just by everything I've seen him in. I just I wonder if he's gonna like chew scenery, cut off his own limb. Uh, uh, nice. That would nice be a great called preference there. Yeah. So uh, we're
2: looking at know. late 2018 or early 2019 um if it's held with other i mean they don't really have a consistent production schedule i think season one dropped in like june or july yeah july 15th of 2016 and season two was october 27th of 2017 um i would like to see them continuously drop these around you know october holiday or halloween time it'd be fun but yeah i don't i don't know man i'm the, the longer this series goes on the more nervous i get right about how they're gonna tie this all into a five season pretty bow
1: that's that's exactly what i'm gonna play let's, let's play fan theory time it's been long enough that if you don't want to spoil
3: skip ahead because we're whoa, talking whoa, wait a minute months. no 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 this is not the show where we talk about stranger things
1: he's
2: got okay. you on that charles
1: uh no he doesn't because that show doesn't exist except in a vault in the wb archives somewhere It's right
2: here it, it exists, exists in, in my heart symbol.
1: yeah so yeah. but fan theory time with the way that it ended where are they going to go in season three
3: I mean how um, much more over the top can we we go here? Steve will be sainted by the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> um Nancy will be knocked up.
2: Yep, I was going to say pregnant
3: and have a have a teen baby. And Mike, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where else to go. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go. I'm that,
1: that One of those final scenes where she's facing off against, for lack of better words, the demon. And, mm-hmm. you know, she put up and he shut up. And, you know, we rolled back into the normal world. I was like, I'm kind
3: of going? thinking they might start playing the angle of the other kids as hinted by that infamous one-off episode that had a Completely different vibe to it than the rest of the series.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was when I
3: they kind. Of, I felt like I want your
1: guys' take because obviously you have talked about this at length before. You just won't freaking publish it. And that's whatever. uh But I felt like that episode was almost wasted. Like, oh, there's another kid. It was seven or eight? Eight. Episode
2: seven. Oh, oh, you're no, talking that
1: the, the kid. Like the eleven is the main character we watch.
2: Number eight. Eight. And
1: I'm like, oh, man, they're going to bring in this, this thing. Maybe we'll get, like, superpowers type of deal. And they didn't. I thought maybe they wasted it. Do you guys feel like they wasted it, or is that a hint of where we might go in season three?
2: It's most definitely a hint. I don't think that we needed to spend an entire episode on it. Um, I have come out and said episode seven is that bottleneck episode where she goes to Chicago, realizes she's not – a big enough hood rat to hang out with 8 and then comes right back to Hawking it was like we could have set this up a little bit better um, but I do believe that they had to somehow work in some betrayal by 8 or at least 11 realizing that this is not she doesn't want to use her powers for bad like 8 was doing robbing and stealing and killing people so we'll see I don't think you need to spend a whole hour on it.
1: What if they spend the whole season on it? Uh, that if it, would derail
3: the series in a big way.
1: The series really is about those kids and that city, town. Mm-hmm. It's really a town, not a city.
3: They should start a show called "Fear the Stranger Things," where they explore <laughs> all that stuff. Then we can do a talking Stranger Things and cover them both. Um.
1: I they film it here in Atlanta and I keep I'm really really busy nowadays and I pass on most extra gigs but I'm keeping my my ear to the ground to try to pop up in the the background I had a friend of mine was in a couple of
3: episodes I mean they already cast the demogorgon like they don't need you ah <laughs> they're good and I knew, they need a writer of the demogorgon I can be that writer
1: I shall bring the heavy metal and have big pointy metal boobs and do weird things. It'd be awesome. <laughs> you like that reference, Phil? Yeah, I can go. That 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 man heavy metal warped me as a young kid, but that's neither. I'm, here. I'm sure it
3: did. Yeah, because young children are not supposed to watch heavy metal. No, I was I think I was up.
1: 13 or 14, had no idea what I was getting into. Uh, I was 10. Was, yeah.
3: <laughs> and that
1: does actually explain a whole lot about all of us, really. So I saw a
3: clockwork orange at five of,
1: oh damn dude I saw that mm. when I was
3: 16 and it still was
1: like oh damn,
3: I saw it again in high school but uh, the first time I saw parts of it where I was about five my sister and her boyfriend at the time were watching it in the living room of our my childhood home and I wandered into the room and they didn't know I was there and I just watched the entire home invasion scene oh yeah Wow. it kind of I've told people this before it kind of warped my perception of like life you don't say that's right out there we're
1: watching full metal jacket at six which I did not do I didn't watch Full oh, Metal jacket both
2: Kubrick before. so mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh I, I cannot think of anything that I saw at a young age I mean I grew up watching mash with my parents you know that was I thought the most adult thing I watched as a kid uh
2: I remember getting screwed up by hellraiser and Candyman.
3: Yep, never watched any of those. Okay. No. Yeah, I got screwed up by seeing the poster for Hellraiser it, and I peed myself. I, I I know well enough to not ever do any cosmic Rubik's cubes though. So
1: yeah. Oh, dude, the cube that fucked me up so bad, dude. I watched that when I was young and impressionable. Anyway, back to our headlines. I do like our little side notes because they're fun, they're geeky, they're fandom. But we're back to the, the notes here. Birds of prey. This is something that uh, I who put into the chat. It's just a Twitter release, but I thought this would go one of two ways, and this is standard McFall trademark of let's just throw a grenade into the room and see what happens. We're either going to have a great discussion on it or we're going to have nothing to say. So here we go, people. Kathy Yon – am I saying that right, Klotz? Cause you're fairly- Presumably. Yeah, okay. You're good with the pronunciations there. Has been tapped to direct hashtag Harley Quinn. Based on *Birds of Prey*, Yana is the first Asian woman to direct a C- comic, comic book, book movie. movie. CBN, okay, and the second woman directed DC film. WB was very impressed. Christina Hudson's with Christina, no, they didn't
3: put with. WB was very WB impressed. was very Hodson's impressed with Christina Hudson's script. Yeah. Great, great move
1: movie. by WB. WB have a woman in color. And this is from a comic book debate. Who wrote this to write and direct the film? Um. Do we know anything about Jan? And what do you mean, Birds of Prey? Because I thought Birds of Prey was tanked. Because Whedon was going to do Birds of Prey, and then that got back into or back shelves. I should not. Well,
3: he's not writing it anymore, and he's not directing it, but But the project is still moving. Um, This project is still moving forward. Well, actually, okay, so there are two separate projects. Um, We knew that there was potentially going to be a Harley Quinn. Right, because uh, um, vehicle coming up. Uh, crap, the the actress who plays Harley
1: Margot Quinn. Robbie. Thank yep. you. She
3: and then also and
1: got a, a treatment written and all that. Yeah, that
3: Whedon was talking about doing. You know, Batgirl. So it seems like these two concepts could potentially be merging here, and we might be getting one film out of the two separate ideas. Or not. I mean, I could have. I could be misreading this entirely. It seems like the smart play, though. If you're going to do something like if you're going to try to strike while the Suicide Squad iron is hot, so, so to speak, yeah. at least as far as Margot Robbie goes, you're going to, you know, combining the two ideas is a good idea. It's rock solid. Yeah. I want to see what else. Uh, you know, she's,
1: gonna...
2: she's only directed uh, one other film. Okay. Um, she's had a bunch of shorts before this, but.
1: Well, that's just sexist judging her on her clothing, Phil. You're an ass.
2: I can't respond because I'm coughing. Um, uh, sure. But I, I mean, I haven't seen any of her works. Um, and Suicide Squad two will will most definitely come out before this, so it it will be interesting to see how much of a time gap between Suicide Squad two and Birds of Prey. Um, I mean, I'll probably. I mean, I'll probably see it.
1: She directed Last Night, which is a... I might be mixing up my movies, but I thought that was a vampire film, and maybe it's not. Nope, it is not at all. I'm definitely mixing up my films there. Uh, Yeah, uh, virtually unknown, but, you know, maybe she's going to be amazing. She's got five credits as a director and five credits as a writer, which actually almost match up exactly to the director's stuff. So I, don't know, I, hope, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I, I would definitely like to see more Margot Robbie, especially with Margot Robbie's influence behind it, not just, hey, do this thing on the screen because it looks like the comic book character. But I've seen her in a number of other films since. Uh, I didn't really notice her before. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, but I definitely saw her after, and I like what she does. So... I know she's a driving force behind this as well. So I hope that works out.
2: And the, the lady who wrote the script for this birds of prey also wrote the script for the upcoming Bumblebee movie. The I'm sold. So, so you're already sold.
3: So like a bird of prey sting, like a a giant robot. Right.
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I. you know, honestly, I, when I heard about the Bumblebee film, even I was like,
3: ah, I don't know about that, man. What? I'm going to watch it. But of course you are a solo Bumblebee as film. Lord Bade demands. <sighs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. All right. Well, that went mediocre. So it's all right. We're going to jump
3: out mediocre. (laughs) No, I mean, it's, it's decent news. We just don't know anything about it. We still know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's early yet. Um, good for representation. Let's hope that the final product is excellent. Agreed. Agreed.
1: We are going to talk about excellent products right after this break. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. And we're back in, and we've got some awesome stuff to talk about. Really? Actually, we're going to go. Klotz, this is an intervention, sir. I've been noticing that your shelves used to have a few things on them behind you. And then, you know, you got into the gateway. You got into the gateway drug of, of Legos, meeting rando strangers in parking lots in the backs of vans to buy three or four pounds of Legos. And we were concerned, but you, you made it through okay. We like, all right. Paul's going to be okay son i can't i can't help but notice that you 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 got a whole lot of stuff on your shelf and it's it's actually not even on your shelf anymore it's it's coming out of your shelf
3: uh fuck you you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) because the plural of lego is lego but beyond that um (laughs) that that's what you're gonna pick out on this whole game yep uh yes so i caught the marvel legends bug and it is a giant pit that i just back up trucks full of money into and uh, just like dump it into the abyss and never see it again
1: what i want for our listeners with this so and i want some of this enjoyment myself but we've we've talked personally a couple times and you share stories of the hunt and you share stories of finding the deal and how you pull it off and for those people who are looking at getting into collecting, or, or maybe even getting out, because Jesus Christ, it takes a lot of money. What? what tell me the latest story you got—the twofer that you got the other day, because somebody told you they saw on the
3: show. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So part of part of toy hunting, if you if you've ever done it or you're getting into it, is, I mean, Marvel Legends uh, generally retail at twenty dollars when they first come out, but. Um, Various ones will be more popular than others. So like, uh, like for example, right now there is uh, the Infinity War wave is out um, and Deadpool wave is out, Saskatch, Sasquatch wave. So there's a new cable, super popular. Everybody wants that cable. There's a domino. Everybody wants that domino. Um, in the Infinity War wave, there is a King Cobra from Serpent Society. Nobody wants King Cobra. Well, I mean, not nobody, but most people have no idea who King Cobra is and they don't really care about that character.
1: You want me to do worse? Is it is it Cobra?
3: Yeah, not that Cobra. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I've been collecting for about a month now. Um, I've caught some deals, um, which I'm, I'm happy with. Uh, the, the really stupid one was I uh, watched a Target a couple weeks ago and they had five of the six uh, figures required to do the Build-A-Figure group from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Let me ask you a
1: question along those lines, and we'll get back to your hunt here. Sure. That Build-A-Figure thing, as a, a toy, somewhat of a collector, what Every do you think of your style? Because all I wanted was Groot. And I'm like, I, I'm not a collector. I just want Groot. I'm not oh, well, a five. What do you think of that style of presentation of the build a figure? It's
3: it's a business model that is clearly designed to get you to buy figures that you might not buy otherwise. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the entire goal. Um, so you found them. I, I have my qualms with it, though, because um, it leads to a lot of theft. Like, if you go into a Walmart and you look at the the legends in the in the marvel section you're almost certainly going to find at least one package that is missing the build a figure piece
2: 100 percent,
3: because someone's either grabbing it out of the packaging while they're in the store and just walking with it or they're the other one that pops up in some of the toy collecting groups i'm in that are hilarious as the repackaging when people buy it take it home take the figure out they want the build-a-fig they want they'll either return it without the build-a-fig figure or they'll put a completely different figure in there so like one dude i just saw posted a picture of um infinity war wave stuff where one of them was sunspot from several waves ago i don't even think it was released in the last year and uh spider-man like like the new iron spider will be replaced with an old spider-man figure like a, just a normal comic one uh so you know stuff like that happens and i think the build-a-figure aspect of it leads to a lot of shrink in that regard which totally sucks for the collectors because it means it's even harder to find this stuff because people are you know they're vandalizing and stealing from the ones that from the relatively slim pickings that you have at your local shop um obviously you can order things online there are online retailers that will sell like an entire wave they'll do pre-orders and stuff like that but you're going to pay full bang if not a little bit of an upcharge um but yeah no i found uh five of the six original guardians of the galaxy figures for half off so 10 bucks each uh so i got the movie um movie gamora movie star lord drax and um then comic cosmic uh iron man you know like your guardians of the galaxy iron man with the awesome alternate suit and then uh that's actually a cool figure right oh yeah yeah no i love that figure he's not sitting here right now he's someplace else but um yeah like uh so i mean it's if you find ways to save money if you're either patient and wait for things to hit clearance or you find deals or if you pick up things that other people need because there's a huge subculture of people especially here in the states that look out for each other you know what i mean so they'll they'll hunt for each other and they'll know what you know each other in their area want and they'll meet up and swap and stuff and so it's a whole thing um i do think that there is uh with my background in, you know, running my own small business online for selling like trading cards for Magic and a couple other games in the past, and actually currently because I, I do run one on the side, um, there's a lot of vitriol in the community for what they call scalpers, what I call speculative. You people who buy ahead of time because i think it will be, be it yeah could. people who no. buy things to flip them people the anti chris wisdoms, as you will yeah exactly the people that chris wisdom lies awake crying about at night <laughs> <laughs> uh there, there's a lot of hatred in the community for them um so much so like really interesting a couple weeks ago somebody on the subreddit was like yeah i saw somebody walk in with their their two grown kids and they bought five of the uh Inf- the infinity war comic thanos walmart exclusive which is you know relatively hard to find and for some reason this one walmart stocked like five of them at once and Don't like they love that yeah so they're walking out with them, and i guess the guy overheard the the older guy of the three being like oh we're gonna make so much money off of these or something like that and he's like i thought about going over there and just knocking it out of his hand
1: what why
3: and i was like no <laughs> That's that's assault, dude. Yes, exactly. I'm like that's tantamount to assault. And first of all, you're a grown ass man, and you're really upset about toys.
1: Or it's battery. I can't remember which. One's a threat of violence. The other is actually somebody
3: else was like, "Oh, when I see something like that, I'll I'll damage the packaging so flippers can't flip them online." And I'm like, "No, also not. Yeah, also not okay because you're screwing over other guys. You know, because and and so basically, I was telling people, I was like listen man, like.'" Would you tell somebody that they're wrong if they're a mint in box collector, if they go and buy figures, buy them off the shelf, keep them in the original packaging, never open them, never take them out. And that's how they collect. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, maybe that's not for me. If you're somebody who likes to open them. And on the flip side, if you were somebody who kept them mint in box, would you ever tell somebody who opens every figure they buy that they're crazy? You know what I mean? Like, no, you, you, you know, there might be differing views on what value you're getting out of your purchase or whatever. But the reality is everybody gets to spend their money their way and get to do with it, what they want. And I extend that philosophy to people who engage in speculative behavior. As long as they're not breaking the rules of the local store or whatever, I just see them, you know, working these same opportunities that everybody else has access to, but there are problems. I mean, there are store workers who are into the hobby that know what stuff is worth. And so they'll stock shelves and the good stuff never gets put out in some places. Yeah. There's yeah. also people who like to hide things for each other. Like they'll, they'll lift yeah. up the floorboards in the aisle and put things on layaway. Yeah. Quote unquote.
2: That's insanity.
3: It, Dude, well, that, they do that
2: forever, though. They do Not that, that
3: crime, yeah. and they'll, they'll either wait to try to pick it up on clearance later, or they'll wait till they get paid or something like that if they're short on money, or they'll tell somebody else that it's there. And so it'll just be sitting waiting for them. And I'm like, I appreciate you looking out for somebody else, and I understand the struggle of getting paycheck to paycheck sometimes, but that's wrong. Like, yeah. that is, that is really wrong. You're essentially stealing. Yeah, even if you're not yeah. walking out with it, you're, it's no longer available for sale. Blah blah blah, because you have stashed it. That's some bullshit. Exactly, but, um, exactly. But yeah, no, I've, I've fallen deep into the hole. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the, the The real reason I fell into it was I bought that Walmart Thanos, and it was such a good sculpt, and it was so cool that I was like, oh, this is really neat. And then I started, I grabbed a couple more, and I was like, oh. And so to get back to your original prompt of the story. One of my friends told me that the local comic shop had um, 90s Iceman and Rogue marked down at like 15 bucks. So I walk in there, and they're on a 50% off shelf. So I got them for 7.50 each, and I was like,
0: yes!
3: The greatest deal ever. And so now Rogue is riding on the back of uh, Ghost Rider's motorcycle. <laughs> and uh you know what haters can hate if they don't like that romantic pairing <laughs>
1: uh i i i loved the ghost rider when you posted uh, that mm-hmm. toy power uh, and by the way if you're really into toys and toy collection toy power great great show here on giant size team up network check them out uh both these gentlemen here actually all three of us but i'm gonna say both these gentlemen recently have been on as guests on that show i had a lot of
3: fun on that show those yeah, guys were it was great, great. yeah
1: um, so i will go ahead and put this bug out because i always forget to go to walmart and look for things because i hate walmart and i never go shopping so uh if that deadpool win comes down to like the half price marker i'll i'll uh
3: if you see it grab
1: it no oh absolutely
3: yeah. and that's the thing is like um if you're a completionist Marvel legends and action figures in general are going to completely destroy you. They're going to hollow you out and you're going to have nothing. <laughs> um, Cause Marvel legends is like the low end of what's decent. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're six inch scale, um, decent sculpts, different, de- uh, decent posability, but there are insane, like SH figure arts and Marvel selects and, mafex which are way higher quality figures generally and the prices are much higher um but there's also stuff out there for other lines if you're not into marvel um NECA has been completely destroying it lately uh they have a great uh, line i'm looking of getting into is uh they have a predator line and an alien line oh boy they look tight i don't know if i'd go super deep on them but um It's cool. Action figures is cool. And I've been, I've been digging into the, um, I mean, I'm a giant man child. I know it. Um, I've embraced it. That's how I live my life. Um, It's what makes me happy. I like the hunt though, more than anything else. You know what I mean? I like walking into a store, checking the section, seeing what they've got, you know, checking websites for deals. Um, I mean, I've gotten a couple for like six bucks off walmart.com because I was just like, Oh, nobody wants that one, but I need it. So I'll grab it. You know what I mean. So, what what
1: is your take, or, or, or what's your strategy for deals? I know you've you've wretched and complained about. Ah, I played full retail, but you know what? It was really really cool. But for the most part, you
3: don't. How do you? Do you ever wait? Do you ever see one go, man, I really want that, but I'm not going to pay full retail. I'm a degenerate value seeker. Okay. That comes from my years of playing Magic the Gathering and being a dealer. Um, So I never wanted to pay full retail for anything. I always wanted to be able to maximize, you know, my ability to to stretch my dollar. Right. I've always been that way. I've been that way for like 15 years. Um, I'm a sucker for a deal. If I, if I see something that I perceive as cool and I see it like half off, if the price is right, I'm probably going to pull the trigger. Uh, as far as Legends, it really comes down to if you really must have something, pull the trigger when you see it. Like if you see it on the shelf, pay the 20 bucks or whatever it is. Because like, it, like for example, the Deadpool. Charles, you're a big Deadpool fan. Yeah. If you absolutely want, like right now the current wave has a normal red, red and black suit. Deadpool but there's also there's also a gray and black x-force suit one if you absolutely had to have that gray and black suit one and you saw it I would say absolutely pay full price um because most of what's going to still be around to catch on the flip side when things things start to get marked down or sales come out or any of that kind of stuff is the stuff that not everybody wants um but that's that's where you learn to be patient on the things you know you speculate a little bit on what what's going to be a peg warmer you know what i mean is what the community calls it um what's going to sit around for a little while i mean if you look at star wars black series uh you will probably see about 15 zuvios from rogue one in every choice aisle ever it's because it, it was one of the fringe characters in rogue one that nobody cares about and i don't even like, know who that is yeah it's a guy wearing like a rice farmer hat it's weird
1: okay.
3: um phil is giving me the most scandalous look on webcam right now um but yeah no so like that thing is marked down to five bucks in most walmarts right now and nobody fucking wants them at all so it's stuff like that you look for those kind of opportunities where you're like people aren't going to want this for very long um another good one in that regard is to know what comes double packed in a a case because a case will always have one thing that's doubled okay uh you find that out uh, there's there's groups online. Uh, Toy Power might talk about that stuff because I know Frank um, Frank collects legends and I think at least one other person on Toy Power does. There's various groups on Facebook. There's a subreddit. Two subreddits, actually. I'm in r slash action figures and r slash Marvel Legends. Um, people will talk about the waves. For example, there's an upcoming wave that everybody's super excited for that hit Canada recently. It's a 90s X-Men wave where the build the figure is Apocalypse, 90s Apocalypse. Um, and Wolverine is the double pack in that case, so Wolverine should be pretty easy to find. What's annoying about that is multiple man is in that wave, and why is he not the double pack? That would make sense, right? Because he's he's an army builder. You know, you're absolutely going to buy multiples of him, it, a minimum yeah. of three, right? Typically, we that's what that's what, what I said, Charles. You and I are on the same
1: level. You know. See, I know his name is Jamie. I know things. Not a lot of things, but no, I know something. you've read a wiki. Not a now, actually. I think he was in Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet, maybe. Because you know, that's like the only real series I read was uh, Execution yeah. Song and Infinity Gauntlet and then Civil War later on in life. So, Right. I know little things. I know little mm-hmm. things. I know things. Yeah, Do you figure
2: that ever got away from you, Paul? Like a white whale?
1: Not
3: yet, because I'm so, I'm so new to the hobby. Um, there's some stuff that I... Well, actually, this Ghost Rider... I just picked up this ghost rider the other day cause I saw it in Walmart for retail and people have been finding it. It's, it's out right now. It's ghost rider on his motorcycle. It's not a cheap figure, but it looks so good that I absolutely wanted to have it. So I was like, and I'm not the biggest ghost rider fan ever, but I really like the aesthetic of the character, even if the books themselves don't always really compel me. Um, so I picked it up because I, it was like one of those things where like, it's not going to be around forever. You know, it's going to be hard to find in, in a couple months let alone a couple years. Um, right now is a great time because I love 90s X-Men and X-Force and stuff like that. And they've been doing a lot of that stuff in the last year or so. Um, so really looking forward to, um, I'm glad I got the rogue, the nineties rogue. Cause she looks great. Uh, I think the next wave is going to be big with um, some of the characters that are in that. Uh, there's a Psylocke in that wave that I'm excited about and I hope I can find. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm not so deep deep enough yet where I really have a white whale that I've been hunting for very long. You know, it's really just a. Now
1: how how big are these figures? Because in the pictures, Deadpool looks like G.I. Joe size.
3: No, they're six inches. So they're. No, it does say six inch. Yep. So, all right to give you some perspective for the folks watching. Whoa, put it away, man.
2: Put it (laughs) away. I
1: I can figure out what six inches is. Thank you.
2: Look how that figure just towers over it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) For the folks watching the footage at home, if you're a patron, um, yeah, six inches, the the general scale. Some characters will be taller, some will be a little bit shorter. For example, I have Nico Minoru. She is a little bit shorter because she's a teen girl. You know what I mean? So she's going to be shaped a little bit. Um, Are you saying she's a shapely teen girl? No, I did not say that. That would be wrong. (laughs) Judgment? I am a man in my mid-30s. I do not say such things.
0: (sighs) (laughs) That was filled input. That was
3: filled sipping some tea. Yeah, this is great. I mean,
1: this looks amazing. Yeah, very cool. And
3: and the quality, the big thing, the other thing I was going to say is, so... Toy Biz used to make the the legends line, and then Hasbro picked it up a few years ago. And early on Hasbro did not have very good reputation in the community for high quality figures, but the last year or two, they've really started to find it. You know what I mean? Like they've started to find that sweet spot and figures are becoming more and more articulate. Um, they're, They're having better paint apps overall for the most part, but there are mistakes. Sometimes that's another thing. If you're getting into this, check the figure in the packaging, make sure the paint apps are good. Cause if the paint apps aren't good, you're going to be really upset when you get it home. Uh, Oh, you know what? It might be a white whale right now is, um, Walgreens will have exclusive silver surfer pretty soon. And I kind of really, really want to have one of those. Cause Surfer is dope. So, yeah. Especially well,
1: if it comes with the board and it's like the size of, of, uh, yep.
3: You know? Yeah. It's the same scale. It has the board. Yeah. Um, Walgreens get some exclusives. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough hobby if you're not in America. So, so I should stress because uh some of the exclusives get kinda wonky. I'm trying
1: to see. They're not, I think this is like clickbait uh selling here on Best Buy. Yeah. So here's oh chosen random. So okay, here's the crap you can go through at Best Buy. Twenty dollars, nineteen ninety-nine. Get you this game. It shows everybody in the 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 series as Serpent Society. It's the Iron Spider Serpent Society, is what it says. Iron Man, Marvel Songbird, Taskmaster. Which actually he's pretty cool. He's uh, Cap- Captain, I love Taskmaster. Yeah, Damn, yeah. I picked so up fun.
3: Taskmaster. He's great.
1: Uh, Captain America and Proxima Midnight. This is the the four, five, six, seven, seven. Right. 20 bucks. I'm like, Wow. Can you get all seven for 20 bucks? Nope. Okay, And it's to build a figure. It looks like it's some version of Thanos.
3: It's movie Thanos. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, nope. If you go to Best Buy right now and hit that button, you will receive one randomly selected character from this.
3: Yeah. Thing. I, unless they're listed individually on a website, like walmart.com lists them figure by figure. Um, and there's deals to be had through some of the major retailers. Walgreens sometimes lists their exclusives as well, um, depending on how long they've been out and stuff. But uh, it's hit or miss. But, yeah, definitely don't do anything where you're going to get sent something randomly because that's that's lottery in the worst form. No, you. yeah, man. That's, that's a $20 wild. lottery ticket nobody wants to play. Yeah.
1: I w- Why? Why? Why would you? I mean, grannies will fall for that. Oh, I'll get, I'll get old Polly here a a comic thingy, and they hit the button, and and, and you get Iron Spider, five of them.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that would be the ball breaker, right? Somebody's just like, yep, on the shelf. They're just like, boom, five of these. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, it's funny. People have played the uh, the pop vinyl collector scene. Um, people have used Amazon to try to get chases that way. And so what basically because they know that Amazon isn't generally going to discriminate if you're ordering directly from Amazon on what's in the case, they're just going to open the case. They're going to take one out and send you what you, you know, you, what you ordered. Um, so people have ordered, um, the, the, the specific pop vinyl that they were looking for that comes with a chase variant before and they'll order like five or 10 or whatever to try to hit one of the chases of that yeah. one. You know what I mean? I think that's a terrible idea because you end up with like 15 of this pop vinyl that nobody wants. You know what I mean? This common, easily found one. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So this is a guaranteed order from toy Whiz themselves uh, it's a Deadpool Marvel Legends Sasquatch series set of seven action figures. It's a pre order. It ships in May. Mm-hmm. It's got all all seven listed out with the Yep. who's the bill. Sasquatch is the build. Okay. With the build. $170. Which yeah, that is about right. let's see.
3: Twenty
1: forty sixty eighty one, twenty forty. So that's a good thirty dollars over retail. But you something. know exactly what you're but getting. But you know yeah, you, exactly you what play. you're getting. Yep. And it's
3: just going to get sent to you.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I like this a little too much. This is also on toywiz.com. Marvel, I'm going to murder this name, Bishujo? B-I-S-H-O? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Those are insane.
1: Marvel Bishujo Lady Deadpool statue. Ah. $83. $83. I'm like, mm,
3: it's
1: a good thing. I don't have $83. Yeah,
3: I think that's a newer line that is getting really hot right now. Oh, you
1: can change your head from the Deadpool lady, Deadpool mask with the ponytail to be yep. masked with the sword. Th- right.
3: So that line is actually normally an anime line that is expanding wow, out. I think I dig this. So dig yeah, this. There, that's another thing is if you're into anime and stuff like that, there's some crazy Japanese companies that are making really high detailed figures. So right. yeah, there's some great stuff out there.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad that's never my addiction. My addiction is, like, I get the one thing I want, and I'm happy with it, and I'm good. Uh, not the collector. So uh, I'm going to try to throw it to Phil here in case, you know, I know you're, you're coughing more and talking less. But what are you watching, playing, reading this week? Philip?
2: I actually went out and bought and read comic books this week. What you actually? I read. Them I, read them. I read comic books this week. Wow, I'm impressed. I went out and bought Oblivion Song. Yeah, one and two. And I picked actually, up
1: my is that Image Coffee comics?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 interesting. I I dig it. But the one that I I enjoyed the most was Analog, uh, by Jerry Duggan. Um, he famously wrote for Deadpool for many years uh, with Brian Posehn and all that razzmatazz. It's a very interesting concept about the not too distant future when uh, the, the cloud crashes with everyone's personal information in it and becomes public to everybody. Wow! And society, you know, everybody's secrets are out and about. <clears throat> so um, the people are now trying to I don't want to get too, too far into it, but people pay money for people to transport information through papers and books and other analog sort of, you know, means.
1: So, you know, standard well we know you know mail and and letters and
2: stuff no but it's it's quite interesting because um you know some of the 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 people in here talk about patreon and how their patrons want to know this information it's just like oh shit i've been there um but it's (laughs) it's interesting to see you know what would happen if everybody's secrets were just out there in the open for anybody to just google and how society would handle it and what means would we take to to keep these secrets i've enjoyed it i mean book one just came out either this week or last week but it's been good i actually also read my doomsday clock uh one and two and unfortunately i spent so much time getting to these that i cannot find book three anywhere oh good so listeners if you can find a book three send me a dm on twitter imaginary nomad um and i'm happy to pay shipping i'm happy to pay book price just for it um i've gone to about four different shops in my area and i just cannot get it anymore so we'll we'll see but yeah i'm gonna need
3: about tree fitty from you
2: yeah i can give you three three dollars and 50 (laughs) cents considering that's below book price but
3: yeah oh yeah it's dc you'll have to like triple
2: it yeah it's 12 50
3: i uh i picked up my second issue of oblivion song too i have it sitting right here i haven't read it yet though
2: yeah i I went to the comic shop on on monday and then ran through all those books right away and then i found myself back there on tuesday and i've got this weird this weird itch right now to actually start reading these things again part one of oblivion song was quite interesting so Mm
3: -hmm. um i'll after i read part two we'll have to talk about we it we
2: can talk about it
3: we can be comic reading buddies it,
2: it's it's interesting I, I like the paper that it's printed on it's a lot heavier than your mm-hmm. standard but
3: you know speaking of oblivion song because it's on image i watched an incredible five-part series on sci-fi wire last week about the origins of image comics and if you don't know anything about what all the things that kind of brought that about, I don't think I talked about this last week on the show. Cause I think I watched it before last week's show. Um, if I did, I apologize. But if you're interested in the origins of image comics, like what, what prompted McFarlane and a bunch of other people to start their own publishing house, go check that out on YouTube on sci-fi wire. Fascinating. It was really fun. It has pretty much everybody from the beginning, you know, involved, um and then on top of that i saw a video the other day i actually sent it to charles just the other day um a direct interview with mcfarlane about you know his career and uh i think it's the series is called blueprints or something like that and it seems like it's kind of a business focused uh like entrepreneurial focused uh um online documentary but um it's a really good in-depth interview basically i thought it was fascinating to see how you know, the, the whole image thing or the original seven artists, like the top artists of the early 90s, you know, basically the rock stars of Marvel Comics at the time, because they were all yeah, they were. drawing for Marvel and how they literally just got the idea to all band together, literally go in with sit down with Marvel and be like, we're done we're walking out, we're going to go do our own thing. And then they walked over to DC and they did the same thing. They're like, you know what, we're done. We're going to go do our own thing. And DC was like, but most of you don't work for us. And they're like, well, we just wanted to let you guys know too, because you're the two pillars of this, this whole industry. Um, And obviously, you know, this was just before the the bubble burst in the comic industry in the early to mid nineties. It was just before, you know, things got kind of crazy. And it was basically at the height of the, the, the basically the best selling period in comics history, essentially. But it was really fascinating. And because the cool thing about Image is even to this day, here we are 20 years later, 25 yeah. years later, Image Comics is still creator owned. Like the, the, the publishing house itself doesn't own any of these books. The creators own those books. And, and it's through, you know, collective collaboration that they, they put this stuff out and uh it's it's really great so it's it, pretty fascinating stuff and yeah the
1: fact that cool. that no everybody's like oh they'll never make it it doesn't matter mm-hmm. they'll be crushed the fact that they're still standing 25 years later is amazing and then yeah else on top of it
3: yeah and not like, all the original partners are still involved and you know things have changed and they've become in some ways have become more of a refined business and everything but like Th- that core idea of the the creators, you know, the, the artists and the writers who create bring these things to the page, were not getting, you know, necessarily what they were due at the time. Kind of up, you know, yeah. turned the whole industry on its head, and here we are, and it's a it's a much better future for a lot of these people. And the McFarlane in, in his in his solo interview talks about the kind of money we're talking about. Oh wow. The checks he was cashing in the early 90s were insane. Nice. Insane.
2: But other than that, um, my local retro shop recently got a nice lot dropped off. Oh. so And they are right next door to the comic shop. So I finally picked up Ninja Gaiden 3. The other way to make that
1: better, comic book shop, toy store, weed dealer on the corner.
3: Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah I and say a microbrewery micro right across the street. That's like your 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 heroin dealer yeah. having the house right next to the methadone clinic. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right.
2: but I mean the the downfall is they're in a dying mall in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, uh, and like they have much more like heroin dealers. Yes, so like there's more stores that are closed than there are stores that are opened. But you know, it's got my like, two outlets to get comic books and retro video games. But I finally picked up Ninja Gaiden Three. I finally got A Boy Blob after searching for wow, I think twelve years. Nineteen
1: eighty.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Um, and uh, a couple other things to to clean out some of this uh, NES collection that I've been building for thirty years.
3: Neat. So.
1: You know, we've gone through this whole episode and failed to mention that Black Panther is still in theaters. So you can get.
3: <laughs> <it now. laughs> and uh,
1: it's still killing it I mean, oh my god it's still killing it it's so good uh a friend of mine just just let me know uh actually during the show uh they said uh just so you know i've already pre-ordered the 4k uh black panther special edition blah blah, blah whatever you're know, the biggest thing you can get uh so you can have the code i'm like i love you i love you so much it's not like you would watch it oh i see Mm-hmm. I haven't been watching or playing a whole lot, actually. I mean, shut it. Crosses aren't going to burn themselves, Charles. (laughs)
3: Oh, my God.
1: There it is. Oh, I hate you so much. Uh, I've been watching a purely white person show. I just saw the first episode of Lost in Space. (laughs) Phil's eyes got big. Uh, No, (laughs) I just. Jesus. What do you want from me? What do you want from me?
2: Just not to be so goddamn racist. Yeah. It's uh, called uh, tolerance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll boycott Starbucks. Is that what
3: you need me to do? No more Starbucks. Yes, please. Let's. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I like should have done Starbucks. that years ago. I, yeah, lo- I, I mean, love Duncan. Starbucks. Oh, God, no. No.
2: It's Wawa. Get, get me some Wawa. That's all I need is Wawa. I don't know if I had their car. I
1: had their sandwiches and they were quite good. Anyway, yeah. I, I watched the first episode of Lost in Space. Uh, slightly predictable in the sense of how the episode goes, but I am digging the storytelling. I am digging the visuals. I'm really digging the visuals, and uh, and when I say the storytelling, they're they're kind of showing pieces of before. They they don't they start w- with a bang. I mean, it's like you don't know what happened, but shit's going sideways, and they kind of they, they from the storytelling I can see they're going to piece together show you. What's happened to the series as you're seeing the new stuff happen with the characters uh so far, so good I've enjoyed it I, i'm I'm digging it um I don't think I've really i got my wife playing rocket league a little bit, so oh, yeah? yeah, I kind of like that one with the car thing <laughs> that's what she said uh but I think because I try to get I like playing video games with her, so uh, well if we do we do need to do a a, a hangout night again soon enough we're always playing i'll get her on and, and she'll play with it she'll be just as bad as the rest of us but she'll get on and, and run her mouth like we all do it'll be fun but i'm probably gonna buy like everybody's golf just to have something fun to play with her on the playstation 4 but yeah it, that's that's been about the extent of it this week i watched Lost of space and played some some uh rocket league with the wife
2: god of war is getting some crazy reviews it is
1: isn't it it is, yeah. I I, I
2: love the
1: first
3: one. I never really had a chance to play this. I'll probably catch it when it goes on discount later in the yeah. year, like around holidays, because what I'm saving for is Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man Bye. is is going to be a full price purchase for me. Uh, game Game Informer, the uh the GameStop magazine. They, yeah, the, the, the you, God you, of Game magazines. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah uh the, the biggest gaming magazine in the industry. You mean the only gaming magazine yeah, in the industry, and, and only one worth
1: reading? I mean, they were. I haven't read them in a year or two, but I subscribed loyally for like eight or nine years until I just couldn't play games anymore. I got tired of reading the shit I couldn't play. Right. Makes-
3: well, uh my roommate has you know the 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 super premium grand membership, so he gets them sent every month, and the last two months have had amazing covers. Uh, last month was Samus from Metroid. Nice. Incredible, you know, drawn, really great cover. And this month has an Alex Ross Spider-Man cover, Woo-hoo. which is insane. Actually, I'm I'm going to grab it here for the folks who are watching the video at home. But uh, yeah, um, I don't read these, but look at that cover, man. Wow. Absolutely Wait. Wait. beautiful. You don't read the comic book? You don't read the Game Informer? I don't read Game Informer. I had, the internet exists. Why would I read it a, you because know, a magazine about comic books? Because or not comic books, I mean um <coughs> games.
1: Because it's, it's so well written and, and beautiful. And it's amazing what? to take a shot. Charles,
3: shit. I'm just looking for honesty in games media.
2: It's
1: there! It's they literally playlist. have a pro and con article where they take two sides of something. Yeah, you're not looking for honesty if you're looking on the internet, dick. Mr. Real Reddit says this sucks. I don't care what Reddit says. Of course, you don't because you're, you know, something human being. (laughs) What does that have to do with Reddit? All right, we gotta get the hell out of here. We're done.
2: alright anybody got anything else before we go?
1: I'll take that. Death is a no from Phil. (laughs) No,
2: I'm dying. I won't be here next week because I'll be dead.
1: And two weeks you'll be here, though, for the Infinity War panel. I had to remember which movie it was. Infinity War, it's been moved up, so that'll be end of April. We'll be doing the big, well, I won't be doing it, actually. I want to sit this one out, unless we just don't get people. And then I'll, <laughs> you people and our giant-sized t hosting crew, I'm going to call you out because you don't listen to the show anyway. Get your ass on that panel, bitches. I think someone down under needs to pull a sicky that's what i think too so if you'd like to email us we'd love to hear it btp at giant size team up dot com b as in breaking t's and dp is in panel at giant size team up dot com you can go over to that website uh not, well, you can go to com forward slash breaking the panel, and you can leave us a voicemail right there on the webpage patreon.com forward slash breaking the panel for all kind of cool stuff, iTunes, and everything else. We did get a, a message from Brad Willis, who was on with us for Ready Player One, uh, who does actually listen quite regularly. And uh, he just said thanks for having him on. He had an amazing time. He actually took time there renovating a house and moving everything. And, and he said it was a great break in the day to come on, and he had a great time discussing it and I told him who who's this? Don't know you, man, but now uh we, he was great. we loved it. I told him he's welcome on anytime. so uh, we're going to do that all right that's going to be it. We say you know we send our love to our boy, Chris wisdom who is out there defending the world and shoveling sand and and pushing pins somewhere doing something and uh, next week we'll have. Somebody on because Phil's going to be dead. So I don't know who will be in that spot. But we'll figure it out as we go along. And hopefully, we'll have some more guests coming up soon. And hey, it's not too early to talk about Dragon Con. Get your tickets now. We're going to be live at Dragon Con with a lot of great and awesome stuff going on. Damn, Phil just hit the floor. He caught so hard. Holy crap. All right, we got to go because we got to call 911. But tune in next week for more hilarity and shit.
0: Breaking the Panel is the flagship podcast on the Giant Size Team Up network. You can support the show at Patreon.com/slash Breaking the Panel, and you'll find more of our amazing podcasts at GiantSizeTeamUp.com.